from the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Jer Killian, Managing Director of The Lunch Bag, a school meal provider for schools nationwide who have just expanded their service offering to include hot lunches to Desha schools and each day provide over 30,000 lunches to school children all over Ireland. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Ger. Ger, you've got a magnificent story at the lunch bag. Recent announcement of 100 additional jobs. You know, you just opened your doors in the summer of 2020 and you with the commitment of 180 jobs in two years, you surpassed that. You know, how's it going so well for you? Uh, um, hi, Elaine. I, I'm not even sure ourselves. I think we're a bit shocked ourselves with just how well it's going. But I think at the very start, my seven Ray sat down like 2019, January 2019 in Costa Coffee. And he had this idea and he had a kind of a background knowledge of school meal systems. But how do we get it into... I suppose non-desh schools. Desh schools in the country currently get free school meals from the government, but there is no way for people in non-desh schools, parents, to order their kids' lunches and have them directly delivered into the classroom. And I suppose for us, we saw that desh school children were having this enormous variety of different lunches every day, um, whereas non-desh school children were invariably bringing the same ham sandwich every day. So we wanted to create something that was going to catch the imagination and start getting children a little bit more empowered about their own nutrition and give parents um, so much more, I suppose, options around childhood nutrition. Um, And we started with our culture. We started with what is the dream here? And Mm -hmm. we started when with every person, I suppose, we recruited, they completely bought into that dream. And we just and then that, I suppose, carried into our sales pitch. It carried on to our customer service. And growth has been exponential. We grew 350% in the last nine months. So it went from the two of us. Uh, we trialed one school in May 2019. And we closed the doors in June this year for the summer with 500 schools. We've wow. 60 started in the first week of September. And yeah, so we closed the door with 140 staff. And we hired 87 uh, Friday. Uh, oh my and God. Another 10 or 20 this week is the hope. And- and just when you think, but you know, in, in many of our minds, the last you know two years, which has been your growth period, have really been a period that, you know, mo- the majority of businesses were tested to the hilt with COVID and lockdowns and everything. You know, so that's those numbers are absolutely phenomenal. You know, based on that. But I think there's a great ethos, you know, behind what you're doing. Like when I grew up in the eighties, I'm, I'm revealing my age here. When I grew up in the eighties, it was typically, as you just say there, the ham sandwiches you're packed off to lunch. Yeah. You know, with to lunch, and I always swore that when I was a mother, I'd be doing something much different for my kids. So like it's gen- it's typically a cheese sandwich on one day, you know, with brown yeah. bread. It's like probably a ham sandwich the next day, but you're I'm alternating the fruit. But it'd be so much easier if there was an option like yours, like the lunch bag, available in schools, and to know that you are, you know, that you are available now. Yeah. So I suppose what we saw is like, um, and I know like parents, an awful lot of uh, parents are trying to teach kids independence and making their own lunch and stuff, but they're still invariably like they are restricted by whatever's in their own cupboard and their own fridge and I mean there's lots of parents in the middle of the week and they have to run down to Aldi because there's no bread there's there is no ham there is no cheese and they're going out to spend 
what they think is a tenner, but they end up coming home with a, a leaf blower and a coffee machine, you know, from the middle aisles of Aldi. Guilty, like, guilty here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas we wanted something that was affordable. That, and I, I mean, Irish households, you're looking at an average of about 1,400 euro a year on food waste. The mm-hmm. kids are bringing the lunch to school. They're bored because it's the same one every day. It's just going into the bin. It goes for the drive to school and home again. My own kids here are the exact same. Um, and then we're supposed we talk a lot about fussy eaters, but we kind of create fussy eaters by not giving them exposure to so much different food. And I don't know about you, but I know I have a young one here and my response is like, we go around Duns and she'd be like, um, can I try this? And I'm like, right, are you going to eat it? Yeah, I will. And it could be like a six pack of yogurt. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, those, five of those will be in the bin the following week. And then the next week when she asked me for something, I'm like, not a hope you didn't mm-hmm. eat last week. So I've created that fuss eater because I'm not going to have any more food waste for whereas with us, they can taste that pot of yogurt. If they don't like it, it's grand. The five pack is going to all the other kids in the classroom. Nothing's going in the bin. It's all very streamlined and how much stock we order in, you know, being able to reduce packaging in the home. And it just creates parents have really bought into, yeah, what are they at trying to bulk buy? And giving the kids the same thing every day. Um, and that seems to be the kind of a so key. So who, who takes control? I won't say of the menu, but of knowing what to order. Is it the principal in the school? Is it the parent? Is it the child? No. So so we have um, registered Koru dietitian. And so we would work and we'd work within the guidelines of Healthy Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, what we do is we put together. So, for example, your kid wants a sandwich. When, they, when you go onto the app, It'll have a list of 12 to 15 different types of bread, everything from gluten free and McCambridge's, Irish Pride, whatever, wraps, rolls, whatever. Um, then it'll have a list of all the different spreads, all the different fillings, all, all the different salads and stuff that'll go with it. So we would present the school with that menu and how it ties into a, a school's healthy and policy. When the school approve it, then that menu is open to the parents and the parents can choose whatever they want after that. But what we suppose we do do very carefully is if your child is an allergen, once mm-hmm. they log into the app, it automatically shuts down anything that they're allergic to once it right, says so just to make sure to protect them. So it doesn't tease then, them, so, in other words. No, they don't see it. No, that's mm-hmm. the big thing. Yeah, that's the big thing. That's really important. And I suppose another thing we would do very much for kids with allergens is they would always get like a sticker, little allergen stickers that were helping mm-hmm. them defend stuff. So we would always try and take care of um diabetic cystic fibrosis particular um um celiac and any kind of children with allergens so it's nearly making the whole ordering process a bit of fun at the same time that's it exactly and what they can do now uh, we have a new development coming in the next few weeks where they'll be able to see exactly the brand that they're buying because i think sometimes people think oh sure it's probably cheap food it's only 250 a day where are mm-hmm. they getting from and they don't realize that it is costing us that much because the volume that we're able to buy in. Uh, we have Irish pride breads and that's the biggest shock people get when they think when they walk around our facilities mm. is seeing thousands of batches of bread, Irish pride mm. bread, seeing McCambridge's bread, seeing like household names there in regular sized pans being met up at regular delis. Um, but I suppose, yeah, being able to buy in in volumes allows us to be able to create a really price competitive. And you mentioned there, and it's something that I, as a parent, you know, with four school going kids relate is the amount of waste that you have. At the end of the week, you're invariably missing something, you know, to put into the lunchbox. But, you know, it's like a feast and a famine. It's one time you've got way too much, another time you're short stuff. So I can definitely see how there's so much food wasted. Um, And, you know, one thing you just mentioned there is is the affordability side of it. So typically for your two euro fifty, what could one expect to get? So you can build any type of sandwich wrap roll that you want. You could have noodles. You can have five or six different types of pastas. 
chicken salads, ham salads, veg salads, like um, any of them as a main course. So the 1700 different combinations of them. Um, and then they have any amount of fruit pot, reg trays, carrot sticks, all those kind of all the different types of fruit and veg. Um, and then if they can add on their little snacks to go with it. So they might have pretzels or popcorn or yogurt or anything. So they get a full three piece lunch. They can add more if they want more, but for mm. 250, they get a full three piece lunch. Fantastic, my God. It's definitely something that I'm going to be looking into for my kids. You know, especially when you've got two parents working in a household, it's something that's great. But I hear that there's another challenge coming your way with not only is there uh, I suppose a requirement on you to produce your cold food lunches, but also now you're moving into the hot, hot food side of things. Correct. So um, of our schools, 60 of them have now been confirmed with DESH status. Um, and the new I suppose, announcement for DESH schools is that they're all going to get hot food from September. Mm-hmm. So the push is on. Uh, and that's why people keep saying to me, the most common question I'd say we ever get asked is, God, do you have lovely quiet summers? Are you off when schools are off? And you're like, I wish. And I think there's another kind of, I suppose, caveat to your question earlier. The reason we're able to grow so fast is because we do have those downtimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what we've been doing this summer is trying to get in ovens, trying to get higher operatives um, to work in schools, to try and arrange everything from pest control to packaging to um, waste collection to trying to get suppliers that are going to be able to get us the best quality stock and then Mm. redevelop our entire app to be built for Dash Hot Food. So it has been absolutely phenomenal amount of work the last few weeks Um, and the team has been a skeletal team because of summer and they've just been absolutely phenomenal. And as a result, then, yeah, we will have we will get to 100 new staff in the next two weeks. They will all be trained within an inch of their life and we will be producing 30,000 lunches by the 1st of September. Wow, that's so that's some amount of lunches. How many again, Ger, just for our listeners? Uh, up to 30,000 a day. 30,000 lunches a day. And geographically, how far all over Ireland do they go? Is that 30,000 lunches? Oh, up to Dundalk to all the way down to Cork. We cover all of Ireland. My goodness, that's that's an absolute, you know, fantastic story. But I think one of the main things as a mother that's coming across to me is a sense of maybe empowerment that you're giving back to, you know, children and to their parents as to, you know, like I know that I won't, you know, purchase certain things because of Jesus. The last time I got that, they didn't eat and they went for waste. Yeah, exactly that. And actually, do you know what, Elaine, was was one of my favourite stories and, 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 and what kind of motivates me is, so my background is not business. Mm-hmm. Um, at all it's social care um and i suppose what motivates me most is like seeing the difference it makes in some schools right now so mm-hmm. my favorite story of the year um we had a school contact us to say that when the boxes go in in the morning they had gotten the children from the autism unit to give them out mm-hmm. and what it meant was it gave them a little bit of autonomy gave them a bit of responsibility and they were learning better how to read the labels and what classrooms go to help with direction and it became part of their learning day And by the same token, the kids in the classroom were really excited to see them coming, Mm -hmm. that they started calling them by name and recognizing them. And it created a real positive association that when they're in the playground, the the principal actually rang to say, like, we just had to ring to say, like, it is such um, a happier place since the lunch bag has come into it because of this kind of community integration and just how much they've all bought into it. So that for us just 
absolutely brightens our day or hearing parents like the amount of parents that contact us to say their fussy eating kid that wouldn't eat anything now all of a sudden is seeing his neighbor and what they're eating and they realize that like you know the way a kid might see something beside them and they might say can i have what jimmy had mm -hmm. they might, the parent might know what the, what that is or where they buy it whereas with us they can just go on. jimmy got it from the lunch bag they go on and it's there and it's created a really really positive portion and of you're kind of setting them up for how they'll develop do you know what i mean through their food choices Correct. So we would, do, years. we would do XP points. So they get more XP points, the healthier food that they choose. Uh -huh. so, that's, so there's a, that element of gamification always helps. Correct. Correct. <laughs> correct. Yes. So they're eating their veg trays. If they hit their five portions a day, they are going to be getting a little kind of a pencil or a ruler or something into their bags the following week. Fantastic, Ger. It's been a, it's been an amazing story, a whirlwind, I think, for yourselves in the last two years. Needless to see, but to think that you know, at, at what no, I won't say should be, but what is normally your downtime in the summer? You've just recruited eighty-seven people there last week, and um, there's more to come in the pipe. You're going to have them trained, up and running. If the oven's coming in, you know, you're transforming across from not only the cold lunches to the hot lunches. So that's a mammoth task. But I think no better people than yourself and Ray to actually pull this through. And, um, you know, and to think that, you know, 30,000 lunches a day are going to be delivered, you know, throughout Ireland. That's a fantastic achievement. You're, and you should be so, so very proud as well to the contributions that you're making to the local economy as well. Because, you know, your buyers, your suppliers, you know, the people that you're hiring. And um, that's got that's a magnificent impact all out. So Jer, kudos to yourselves. Um, and I think I won't say I'm afraid to ask the question where to next because I can just see the sky's the limit. <laughs> <laughs> where to next? There's two and a half thousand schools in the country that have no way of getting lunch unless mommy and daddy make it and put it in a bag. And that is our token. And I suppose my big thing is that where would I love to see it? Ronald McDonald's cannot sponsor a children's hospital in Ireland because of their association with um, fast food. There is no reason why school meal providers can't provide something like that. So that is my personal goal. What can we do? Something amazing for the children of this country. And we're already starting. I suppose one of the hope is that when we look back at when the lunch bag started to be able to see a very definite point in a change and turning point in obesity in Ireland with children um, and social impact around sustainability. And then if I can add a hospice or some sort of a childcare charity into that, that would be that is my motivation goal. Fantastic, Jer. It's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you for sharing so openly your journey as well at the lunch bag. Thanks very much, Elaine. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars program, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today until next time from your host elaine carl goodbye